back. Hi. Hi. Hope you're doing well. You good? You good? We're all good. You all staying indoors and all that? I know it's hard because most people telling you to do this are pieces of shit, but... Mm. <laughs> was, like, was it the meme you posted a little while ago? It was like, stay at home and don't do anything. Well, now the government's telling me to do that, then I don't want to. Yeah, the government, yeah, politicians... And celebrities being like, you got to stay at home. It's mm -hmm. easy for you to stay in your fucking mansion. Yeah, if it took me 20 minutes to walk across my own front garden, I'd probably be a bit happier as well. Yeah, like there's videos of Arnold Yeah, they have a garden. We don't have a garden. I don't have a garden. No. There's uh, videos of Arnold Schwarzenegger where he's just like in his kitchen, which is the size of like this flat <laughs> with his pet donkey. He's like, everybody stay at home. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be happy to stay at home if I lived in a place like that. And then there's another one where he's in a jacuzzi, like, oh, fuck's sake. You see the thing he was running a little while back, where it was like, you win some competition, you get to go to his house with him and drive around his garden in his tank, crushing things. This is before the lockdown, I take it. Oh, I assume so. No, it was a couple of years, a few years back, but it was just thought like the most arny thing in the world, win a competition, come crush stuff in a tank with me. Yeah, that sounds all right. That sounded great fun. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that was just after he like ended being the governor for California. California. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it is a bit shit, but we're still here. Mm. And it's even worse because it's it's summer now. Yeah. Like there was no spring. It's just summer here in the UK at yeah. least. So it was raining. It was raining. It was raining, and now it's just summer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's cool, and also it's a happy Easter if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Easter. Uh, Zombie you? Jesus. Zombie Jesus. And, uh, yeah, obviously bank holiday weekend, not that it matters. Uh, yeah. Somebody messaged me the other day, they were like, I just woke up and I don't even know what day it is. I was like, does it even matter? No, not really. Does it no. actually matter what day it is? No, it doesn't. Well, today was meant to be the day we find out whether or not if they're shortening the lockdown or like ending the lockdown. They're not. They're not, no. They no. said, like, it's going to be, I'd say, minimum another three weeks. End of May, I heard. End of May. Yeah, like the 20-something of May is what I've heard. They need to start selling kidneys for more PlayStation games. Yeah, it is, it's, it's sad situations, especially as now it is summer and obviously we've had a four-day weekend and British people love going out in the sun and getting shit-faced mm. with no suntan lotion. Yeah. Getting sunburned. The rounder and redder the better. Yeah, like the first sunny weekend in England is like... It's, I don't know, it's like Mardi Gras or something. It's like the second coming. Like. Yeah, like last days of Rome or some shit. Mm. Everybody's got to get down to like as minimum clothing as possible. All guys have to take your shirts off. Yeah, that's why but, I stay indoors. Ain't no one got time to yeah. do it. Doesn't matter where you're going. Like, I'm just going to the supermarket and take that shirt off. Yeah, excuse me. I think you'll find you'll need flip-flops and badly fitting swimming trunks if yes, you're going that way. and no shirt. And keep all your notes in your butt crack, which will be hanging out the top of your swimming outfit. Yes, mm. and then you have to get really drunk in a beer garden, get sunburned, so, you know, nice and dehydrated. And that's how we kickstart the summer every year. Yeah, by spending the first week of it hung over the balls. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's not happening now. No. Oh, well. It was quite sad on our, the daily exercise walking about. And mm. like, there were still people that were like, I'm here in spirit, man. Like, mm. you get people walking around here anyway with booze in their hands. Mm. But it was just like regular folk. Yeah. Not just the down and outs. Just like guys just sat by the petrol station just drinking beers in the sun. <laughs> I'm, st yeah. I'm still hanging on to that feeling, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, so that's the lockdown. Oh, also, 
one thing occurred to me the other day is I don't know what to do about my hair. So what are you doing? Oh yeah, because you can't get it cut, can you? Yeah. See, you have girl's hair. so I do have girl's hair. So not such a problem. Not at all. No. I don't I, wash or brush it either. So. When my hair goes long, yeah. it doesn't do that. It does like a Kyle from South Park. Okay. And I don't do have you get any... a bit of a Jufro? Yes. Okay. And I don't own any clippers. Um, I own some beard clippers. Yes, yeah, the thing. I, yeah, but that's for doing facial hair, not a whole head of hair. I don't think it's going to cut it. I literally will if you try hard enough. <laughs> It just depends on how much you want left when you're done, doesn't it? Yeah, the thing, yeah, it's sort of thing like, if I just do it now... 500 comments and Finn will shave his head. I just do... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not agreeing to that. If I just do it now, and if I totally fuck it up, it doesn't matter. No. Because it'll grow back by the time... Yeah. We're like, we're like, at least, it looks like at least a month's growth, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Because it's getting to the length now where I can't really do well, anything I'm, with I'm going to put you off the idea of using them straight away. I use them to do my bush, so... Okay. Mm. I mean, I do have my own for facial hair, but all right. Uh, that's that explains your lack of facial hair most of the time. Yes. Mm. Yes. Although I'm growing a tash. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going for the Tom Selleck look. The Tom Selleck look. Again, if it looks shit, it doesn't <laughs> it matter. Fun, no one's going to see it. This is the time that's to be experimenting. Let, let the hair boof out a little bit. Get the proper tash on the go. I'll find you some eighties aviators. We'll get you the Hawaiian shirt. Right. So grow a big bushy moustache. I want to see Magnum PI within a fortnight. With man. a Jufro. Fuck yeah. Do it. <laughs> Do it. As, yeah. Like I said, there's no. Yeah, fuck it. This <laughs> is the time to be experimenting with your, your facial hair and your looks. Because yeah. it doesn't fucking matter. I nearly just shaved off hot, like, you know, when people do like the whole side of their head thing. I nearly just shaved that off out of boredom the other day. And I was like, nah, because if I start that, I know I'm going to end up doing the whole head of hair. Well, yeah, and you do both sides. Okay. Again, for me, though, this isn't like six weeks regrowth mm. here. This is more like two years regrowth. I suppose, yeah. Anyway, mm. we digress. Massively. We're here to talk about a film. Just the one. This is like one of our bonus track things where we, instead of rambling on about genres and mm. directors and stuff, we're just focusing on the one film. The one film we're talking about is called Nothing But Trouble. All right? Silence. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, I hadn't heard of it when you mentioned it to me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Nothing But Trouble was released in 1991. And it was written and directed by Dan Aykroyd. And it stars Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, and Demi Moore. And the plot is, a businessman and his friends are captured by a sadistic judge and his equally odd family in a backwoods of a bizarre mansion. This costs $40 million to make. And it made, do you want to guess? What, like two? 8.4. Shit. It's still terrible. I was worryingly close anyway, <laughs> Yeah. So before we get into it, yeah, let's talk about the fact that we'd never heard of it. And why had we never heard of this film? Yeah, I mean, when, we were, when we watched it, I was like, this is the exact sort of weird shit I used to watch all the time. Yeah. And I think I'd never heard of it, not even a whisper of it. Like, not even seeing... There was one shot in it, I think, of John Candy, which I think I've seen on a meme. Is um, it him? When he was the... Like, being the, like, the, the, the sheriff guy looking through the car window with the shades and the big hat yeah. Like, that Im one image looked familiar to me. Yeah. Other than that, this whole film is a total mystery. Yeah, I... You'd never heard of this until, like, a week ago. Yeah. I only heard of this about a year ago mm -hmm. on a, a podcast who... Um, I'm not going to say the name, but we'll give them a shout-out, because they made, like, a hundred grand a month on Patreon alone. Those guys are doing fine. <laughs> but 
if you, it's very popular, and a lot of you will know the one I'm on about. Those boys are, they're just like obsessed with this film. Mm. Nothing but trouble. The, the, the podcast isn't even about films. Right. But they always mention nothing but trouble. And they actually had Dan Aykroyd on the show mm. to do an interview, and all they wanted to talk about was nothing but trouble. I bet he was thrilled. <laughs> So, hey, remember that steaming failure you released at the beginning of the 90s? Can we focus on that for a while? Ghost what now? Yeah. So, it, that's when I first heard about it. And then as I watched it about a week ago, um, I think, basically, I took a picture of it mm. and I put it on a Facebook group, which is called uh, Incredibly Strange Films. Right. Just to sound like, hey, has anybody heard of this? Mm. Has anybody seen this film? And... Something like a hundred and something comments later, I kind of got an idea <laughs> of why maybe we haven't heard of it. Basically, it seems like a lot of people have heard of this film, but only if you are about in your 30s and mm. live in America. Okay. North America. Everywhere else outside of it. I did actually look up to see if it was even released in the UK, and it was. Right. About six months afterwards. Um, but yeah, everyone that said they had seen it, was basically it's Americans. Mm. It was... N- Really, well, I mean, it failed over there, but yeah. over here, and I mean, it's it sort of I guess flew under our radar, but we're not like people that live under rocks when it comes to films. Like no. we, I tend to spot the the weird ones. Like yes, we mm. like films a lot. It, yeah, we, yeah, mm. <laughs> and we know who Dan Aykroyd is. Yeah, he's he's popped up. Yeah, so, but I, and we are of that age as well. We mm. are like millennials. Never in my life had I... I'd never seen it in a blockbuster. I'd never seen it... Men- I used to have a subscription to Empire Magazine. Never heard of it mentioned. I'd never seen it listed on TV or anything like that. Just nope, never heard of it. Apparently, it was shown on HBO quite a bit about 20 years ago. Right. Which, obviously, we don't get HBO. No. Well, we only just get it now, I think. Uh, it might be, but I think it's like one of the... Is it one of the subscription ones now? Or is I it just don't you get, Oh, no, we get the channel on Sky, don't we? Oh, that's it. Sky Atlantic shows yeah, stuff from, from HBO. Because obviously that's how we got Bang, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it, that's it. So, yeah, over here in the UK, it seems, no one's really heard of it. Mm. And in the US, not that many people have. But those that have, when it came out, basically adults hated it and it seemed to traumatise children. Yeah, I can get that. A lot of people sort of now in their 30s like... Say commenting things like, "Oh my god, I remember this film. It scared the shit out of me as a child." It is a weird film, and also um, things like Dan Aykroyd is a big star. Yeah, and I guess, could you say che- Chevy Chase is a big star? At but- the time, he was very much. This was like his National Lampoon days. Like he'd, he'd done a few National Lampoon yeah. movies. Um, but obviously, both of them came from Saturday Night Live, mm. which is huge in America. Yeah, it's, it's never been televised in the England. No, which is a crime, by the way. I didn't read it that much. Uh, some of it I really liked. But it's like it's a thing of like, yeah, it was only until like YouTube mm. that British people saw Saturday Night Live. Yeah, even though we know who Dan Aykroyd is because of Ghostbusters and mm. Chevy Chase from National Lampoon. Mean, but they weren't like big, big stars. We didn't grow up with them because we never saw Saturday Night Live. Because mm, one thing I didn't realise until a couple of years after I'd first seen it was I didn't realise the Blues Brothers was originally a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, I didn't know I that. Had no idea. I didn't I know that. I thought it was like some years cool, ago. funky, yeah. you know, bluesy music. Same with, uh, was it Wayne's World? Yeah, Wayne's World did them started off as a cable access show, literally like it is in the movie. Like, oh, I thought it was a. Like uh... Five, ten minute slot. They used to show it on BBC Two over here just before The Simpsons, I think. 
Really? Yeah. It's one, yeah, it's one of those weird things, they just didn't show it, and if they did show it, it, it would sometimes be like on um, the Paramount Comedy Channel. Yeah. Uh, one of these things like late at night. It's like with mm. Seinfeld. The BBC had Seinfeld, mm. and they used to show it like midweek at like 11pm, mm. kind of midnight time on BBC Two. Mm. It's like, this is like one of the biggest shows on the planet, and yeah. the BBC were like, eh, just stick it after news night or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was like, what the fuck? So a lot of British people never heard of Seinfeld either, mm. or you know, haven't seen it. Yeah, until Paramount Comedy come out, like... Yeah, yeah, same, I, I hadn't yeah. heard of people like Ray Romano and like, until like everybody loves Raymond was like in my face every single day. Like, yeah, um, yeah there's a couple of other good ones like Just Shoot Me. I used to really like with David Spade because I for some reason I think David Spade is hilarious. Really, uh, some of his stuff I re- I love Joe Dirt. It's like the most white trash movie in the world. Then you uh, know what you would like? Go on, Tiger King. Really? Oh, oh I'm gonna. <laughs> Come on, mm. I know. I haven't. I haven't done Tiger King. I'm Joe not... Exotic is basically a real life Joe Dirt. Oh, don't tell me that. But with tigers, tigers and meth and guns. Why haven't I watched this yet? I don't know. I think you're like one of the only people that haven't. Mm. I'm going like, yeah, to be the new meme rather than like, I'm one of the ten people left that hasn't seen Game of Thrones. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm the one guy who doesn't know who the fuck Joe Exotic is. Like, yeah, mm. I have seen Game of Thrones there. Yes. Anyway, so, we never heard of it. Sorry, just never heard of it. Mm. Now we have, and we've seen it, and we're going to talk about it. So, how did this all get started? Well... The st- in the credits, like, story by Peter Aykroyd. Peter mm. Aykroyd is the brother of Dan Aykroyd. Cool. And the story is they went to cinema with... Peter and Dan went to cinema with a, a producer whose name I haven't written down. Mm. But he was recovering from a broken rib. Right. He's like, let's go to cinema, but I don't want to see a comedy because mm-hmm. I don't want to laugh. Yeah, that's it hurts. So I think they went to see Hellraiser. Yeah, that's not a comedy. <laughs> yeah. But some people were laughing in the film. Mm. And the producer's like, hey, horror, comedy, Peter, Dan, make me a movie. I don't know why he's Matt Berry now. <laughs> make me a movie, guys. And they were like, uh, okay. Now, Peter Aykroyd is credited with coming up with a story, but the mm. story is actually based on a real event that happened to Dan Aykroyd. Right. Yeah. It's going to be like another Kevin Smith Tusk story. <laughs> no, not quite. So somewhere in upstate New York... Dan Aykroyd was pulled over, right? In, like in the middle of the night, I think he was speeding, and was taken before the Justice of Peace in this small town mm. in what he called a kangaroo court late at night. Mm. And I was like, "This is a bit fucking weird." Yeah. He was fined fifty dollars, right? And then asked if he'd like to stay for anything to eat, and he did, and spent four hours there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, <laughs> so they got the idea. Okay, we got it. And then Dan Aykroyd spent six months writing the script. Mm. Which seems like kind of a long time. It does. I'm going to say, well, this producer guy, who the fuck was he? You see, you didn't write his name down. Oh, I can find it easily. Well, I... just, if he's like banging on, like, he's talking to Dan Aykroyd about doing horror and comedy. He's like, may I direct you to the mid-80s? <laughs> oh, there's, there's a fairly famous family-friendly comedy horror movie that came out then, I think you'll find. I think it was Robert K. West. Wise, Robert K. sorry. Robert K. Wise. Ah, oh, well... Get head out of your wife's ass and oh, I think yes, the being more kind of horror. Mm. Yeah. Oh forget it. Yeah. Ghostbusters is scary when you're a kid, man. It is. Well, but fucking... maybe aimed at adults. 
Mm. Scary. Funny. Yeah, the last thing you'd want to do is have a film with Dan Aykroyd that ended up traumatising kids accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> so he spent six months uh, writing the script, which said, kind of feels like a long time, but mm. maybe he had other stuff going so, on. Cabin in the Woods, weekend, just saying. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he was that committed. <laughs> he doesn't. Not to shit on people for writing. I'm sure it's quite hard coming up with stuff, but you don't sound that influenced. Six mm. months on this script? Yeah, right. <laughs> so they got the script. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Hands it to John Hughes. Mm-hmm. Him of Home Alone and Sixteen Candles, yeah, and yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club, yeah. And he's like, I like the script, but I don't want to direct it. Mm. He's something like, I only direct scripts I write myself. Mm. Mm. and they're like okay how's it to John Landis John Landis hard pass mm. he's like I don't like this because this is shit mm. <laughs> I don't want to make this film the script is terrible no offence Dan but nah I'm out if you've ever seen John Landis' Dirty Rotten Shame then uh <laughs> Dirty Rotten Shame watch the trailer for it is that like Dirty Rotten Scoundrels no it's basically a sex comedy directed by John Landis with Johnny Knoxville in it. Um, okay. It's fucking... It. The trailer looks mental. I've not watched the entire film, but... Oh, well, we talked about him last episode. He has made some bad films. He has made some bad films. Mm. Made some good ones. With Dan Aykroyd, Trading Places. Yeah, Trading That's Places is fucking brilliant. That's a brilliant it's film. one of my favourite 80s comedies. Yes. So, okay. after Landis is like, no, I'm done, I don't want to make this film, Aykroyd's like, I'll do it. Mm. I'll direct it and produce it. And star in it. And, and I've written it. <laughs> Look at me and tell me why so. Yeah, you sure you're not biting off more than you can chew, Dan? No, I'll be fine. Okay. Will it, though? Will it, though? <laughs> um, but the studio, they have faith in him. because Probably because of the back of Ghostbusters. Oh. Like, mm. Well, this is Warner Brothers. Right. And they're like, yeah, sure, cool. All right, Dan, you're hired. But we don't want you to star. He wanted to star in it, play mm. the judge... And I uh, later on, he was forced to play the the mutant baby thing, which we'll get into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were like, "No, no, we want Chevy Chase because mm. he's a star." It's like, okay, Chevy Chase gets the script, doesn't like it, but because he's and I'm doing his air quotes, friends with Dan Aykroyd, mm. he agrees to make the film, and they give Dan Aykroyd forty million dollars, and off they trot. <laughs> Okay, so we're rolling on the production of Nothing But Trouble. Mm. Mm-hmm. Originally called Git, by the way. I think Git gone. Yeah, I think go on Git. Yeah. Not you fucking Git. Two go words, on Git. Two words I don't think I've ever heard in the same sentence. You don't really <laughs> tend to roll it back from fucking to Git, do you? Go on, you. Go on, Git, you Git. Oh, you pesky little Git. Git. <laughs> um, it was then changed to Vulcanvania. Yeah, that's the name of the town. Isn't that's it? the name of the town, yes. Um, and then the studio changed it last minute to Nothing But Trouble. Mm. Yeah. Aykroyd hates the title Nothing But Trouble. He's like, no. But, but they say it in the movie. Oh, it must be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that scene, which we'll get into in a bit. But to Aykroyd, it's like, no, I still think I still think of it as Balkanvania. Mm. Don't know why the studio did that. I don't know. Yeah, it's, we'll, we'll get into that weird scene in a bit. So filming starts. Um, the crew love Dan Aykroyd. Mm. They love working with him. Think he's a brilliant director because well, it's Dan Aykroyd, yeah. and he's a lot of fun. 
he's Canadian. Of course he's fucking nice. And also he just, anytime a crew member is like, hey, Dan, I've got an idea. Why don't we have a little train that rides around the table and delivers condiments? Brilliant! I love it! Let's do it! Yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> that was like a really creepy throwback to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with all that <laughs> shit going on, which is a creepy enough film in itself when it goes to the child catcher and stuff. But So, yeah, they loved working with Dan Aykroyd. I'd like to work with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, he seems like a nice, crazy guy. Yes. Yes. Good, wholesome chap. On the other hand, they fucking hated Chevy Chase. He was weird watching him in this, because he almost plays it straight for like 90% of the film. And it's really weird watching him not try and be funny. Yeah. I, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not that big a fan of Chevy Chase. I find he tends to play a, a fairly good lead when he's surrounded by a good ensemble cast. Like I like some of the National Lampoon's movies, but it's mm. always the other characters I like. It's like Randy Quaid in Christmas Vacation is just absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, the crew, so they love Aykroyd, they hate Chevy Chase. Mainly, Chevy Chase has a bit of a reputation of being a piece of shit, mm. especially to crew members. Yeah, get on the bus with Brando and fucking Yeah, camera. and this film was no exception. He was being a dick to them. He was being horrible to Demi Moore throughout mm. filming, because it's Chevy Chase. And apparently being a dick to fucking Dan Aykroyd. Mm. Like, just putting him down in front of the crew and being like, I'm getting paid more money to be here than you, blah, 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 blah. So much so that the crew one day went out to Aqua and be like, you know, if you want to, we could beat the fucking shit out of him. Really? Nobody, has to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has to know, but in you, Danny boy. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'd say I'd love to work with Dan Aykroyd, but not, not like to work with Jeffy Chase. Didn't he, like, kick up a storm on Community as well? Yeah. Something to do with the writer's strike? He there was a bit odd during all of that. Like, I don't remember the exact in and out of it, but I think you're right. It was something around the writer's strike. Yeah, something around that time. He was just being a fucking... It's like, when I watch Community, I'm like, is he acting or is mm. that actually just Chevy Chase? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about what went on behind the scenes. And, all right, let's actually get into the... The oomph of this film. So we start in New York. New York. New York. New York. With Chevy Chase, who's playing a yuppie. He's basically a yuppie. Yeah. He's, not a he's not a banker. He's a financial advisor. Yeah, he writes about money mm. and is a financial advisor. He got money. Yeah. And he lives in a penthouse. Because he's a dick. Because he's a dick. Because he's Chevy Chase. He's a rich dick. Yeah. So he's... Heading up to his penthouse for some party that whatever's going on, bumps into Demi Moore, mm. who is what is she doing? She's kind of in a bit of a fluster. I don't think it's ever a hundred percent explained. Yeah, and it's kind of the whole point of the film. It's almost like she's doing a bit of like a kind of an Anne Hesh getaway thing. I mean mm. Anne Hesh? No, I don't. I mean you're referring to the remake of Psycho, aren't you? Yes, apparently so. You mean Janet Lee? Yes, I do. Yes. I will be hanging my head in shame for the <laughs> remainder of this conversation. Get in the corner. I, can I bring the mic? <laughs> <laughs> Recording from the bin. <laughs> so yeah, he's some yuppie. Uh, he bumps into Demi Moore, and then for some reason she's pissed off. I think at a guy, probably after she gets some mail. Mm. And is like, I need to get to Atlantic City to murder this? I don't know. She's either paying someone back or killing them, I can't remember. Yeah, she's basically going, she wants to go to Atlantic City to get get some kind of revenge. Mm. And 
Oh, no, it's to try and win back a load of money to pay somebody. She wants to go to Atlantic City, win big, and then use the money to pay someone. That seems like flawed logic. Uh, it also, like, look at the film it's in, though. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll gamble. Then I'll have loads of money. That's never gone wrong for anybody. <laughs> and Chevy Chase wants to bang her. So mm. he's like, I'll drive you to Atlantic City. By the way, the whole romantic thing throughout this film is weird. Yeah. There's less than no chemistry between them. Yeah, plus it's Chevy Chase. Mm. And Demi Moore. 1991 Demi Moore. Like, wow. Right? Yeah, she looks stunning in this film. Mm. And then you have, like, creepy uncle... Chevy Chase. Creepy racist uncle Chevy Chase. Yeah. Anyway, so they decide that he's going to drive her... No, she's going to drive to Atlantic City, but in his car. That's it. He, well, she wants to drive. He keeps saying, no, I'll drive. But then eventually she does end up driving for a bit. I don't know. And then oh, you have the, the brother and sister duo that are hanging out at the party. Oh, the crazy Brazilians. The Brazilianaires. <laughs> I'd actually forgotten about them. These two really camp, really annoying, quite rude Brazilians. The Brazilianaires, as mm. he refers to them, who are just like, we'll come. It's like, no, it's like, oh, you're going to the Hamptons. No, we're not going to the Hamptons. We'll come with you. Oh, no, let's not. Yeah, we'll come with you. Uh, okay. Yeah. They're like the really overimposing next door neighbours. Yeah. And he, the next day, he goes down to get the car, and the Brazilianaires just show up. He's waiting like, outside the garage yeah, door. Like, oh, okay. So the four of them head down to Atlantic City. Yes. <laughs> and then, as they're driving along, the Brazilianaires. For some reason, they're like, the New Jersey Turnpike is boring. Let's mm. go off and see some of the countryside mm. and force them to do it. Basically like, hijack the trip. Yeah, they really don't want to, but they do. Mm. Because peer pressure from these crazy Brazilians in the back of the car. Mm. So they do. And they pull into this weird little town, which has got some real Silent Hill vibes. Mm. And eventually... A police car is following them <clears throat> with policeman John Candy in it. Mm. And it's got this kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibe. Yeah. I'm thinking of like the remake of Arlie Emery as the sheriff. Yeah. That pulls them over on like fake charges yeah, I did or whatever. watch the remake of Texas Chainsaw. I'm just trying to remember if I actually did watch it. But yes, I did when it first mm. got released. Yeah, it's got that kind of vibe going yeah. on. And he pulls them over and... Oh, no, after he speeds, mm. the police is following them. The Brazilianaires are like, oh, go fuck, outrun them. Go yeah. on, do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that. Your car can go way faster than his. We'll be fine. It turns yeah. out John Candy's got fucking nitrous. Yeah, in his <laughs> patrol car. So that... <laughs> like, he was like, oh, shit. Is that, I think the police... Oh, no, the police... No, nah, bro, sit down. Don't pull over. Just fucking bomb it. Go on, I dare you. Uh, okay. <laughs> You'll be fine. Nothing will happen. <laughs> of course, they are pulled over and arrested and are sent off to see the judge in the middle of... Can't like that quote. Yeah. In the middle of the night in this really nice, big, old house. It's mm. like... It's a sort of Californian, Victorian house. Like your classic haunted house from like Psycho or something mm. like that. And it's surrounded by... Uh, Junkyard, essentially. Yeah, and like the junkiest of junkyards. Kind of like the back of the Titty Twister 
Yeah, dust well, what it reminded me of, you know, when you're wandering around in a survival horror game and all like your things are just cluttered up and they've obviously made like invisible walls out of like yeah. pits of junk. And it looks like that. It looked like a video game. So. Yeah. They get to the house and Dan Aykroyd appears. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, how do we even? <laughs> he plays a 102 year old judge mm-hmm. who's a World War One veteran. Uh, Vulcan Heiser is his name mm-hmm. who is completely decrepit and weird I've got it think Winston Churchill fused with Colonel Sanders and the Crypt Keeper and the Crypt Keeper I think we're about there yeah that's about it mm. so he acts weird um, he shouts at them a bit he's kind of scary looking he's very scary looking mm. And then they are not imprisoned. They're basically sent to their to rooms. <laughs> yeah. I think they say, like, oh, this will, hearing will carry on tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And so they have to go to bed mm. or something like that. They are put away. Meanwhile, while they're there, um, Daniel Baldwin yes. shows up. And his, his, what was it? Drinking and smoking and snorting drugs and That's driving it. along. Co- cocaine and whiskey, man. Yeah, those that kind of crew. They are uh, they're pulled over you know, for actually breaking the law, mm. as opposed to the original thing. Well, they've all got guns and knives on them and shit yeah. as well, don't they? And John Candy's like, oh, I got a fucking gun as well and <laughs> all this shit. And they are brought before the judge, and their sentencing goes a bit different. They go for a trap door in the floor, down some slide thing, land in a roller coaster, I'm not making this up, land in a roller coaster. <laughs> the roller coaster then... Uh, What's it called? The Bone Stripper? Uh, it is called the... I will tell you in a second, I've just written it, where is it? Yeah, it's the Bone Stripper. Mm. Yeah, the Bone Stripper. Uh, they land in this, off of the roller coaster, onto this kind of Can treadmill it? thing, which mm. takes them into the Bone Stripper, which does exactly what it says, and spits out their bones the other end. Very clean, squeaky clean bones, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very efficient machine. Yeah. Um, at no point is any of this funny. No, it's, <laughs> it's just, just weird, it just happens, <laughs> and it's never brought up again. No, yeah. it just, yeah, that just goes on. And then... And then... We get to one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in the cinema, the dinner scene. Oh, that fucking hot dog! Yeah, we actually we crossed like we actually crossed glances <laughs> at that point, didn't we? It's uh, not good. You said actually you summed up quite well. You said it reminded you of the dinner scene from um, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Yeah. yeah. What? No, no pudding. pudding. Yeah, that kind of level of gross, and they're eating these hot dogs that look like elephant cocks. <laughs> yeah, they're these white hot dogs. It's really bizarre. Oh, and then um. John Candy's sister shows up, also played by John Candy, but she can't speak. She can only go, um, and then yeah, he's eating. It's just disgusting. And oh, and, and this is where the train comes from. Yeah, a little toy train set comes out the table and goes around deliver. Well, kind of, it just kind of goes around with condiments on it, like kind of a, like in a sushi bar. Yeah, um, for reasons. Yeah. And like the idea, apparently, what you he said. eats the hot dog and it's totally not safe for work. 
<laughs> That's and a very good description. I wondered how you were going to put that. It, it also is the... Um, we get a proper close-up shot of Dan Aykroyd in his makeup. Mm. And we see that his nose is definitely a penis. It's definitely a dick. Yeah, when we joked in Tusk that um, Johnny Depp's prosthetic nose was kind of made look like a schlong. Yeah. This is... An actual dick. This is an actual bell end on mm. the end of his nose. He has a penis nose. And then you have Chevy Chase's reaction like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a penis on the end of that guy's face. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's totally fucking disgusting. Right. Anyway, then, I don't know. oh, was it the Brazilians that escape? I think, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they tried to make it across the river and John Candy finds them. Yes. And they're like, no, be nice to us. We're lovely. And he's like, yeah, right, do you want a lift? <laughs> In the quickest character turnaround I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone's going to run out and watch yeah. this. So then um, Chevy Chase and Demi Moore run upstairs. Oh, yeah, if you haven't seen this, you should watch it, just so you know what we're talking about. It is fucking mental. <laughs> they hide up in the attic for whatever reason, discover that, like... Like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, they've basically been luring people and doing this for years. Mm. And they um, have all these like, kind of trinkets, souvenirs from people they've killed, mm. and all the newspaper clippings from people missing. And uh, Oh, including Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, whose dead body they find. Yeah, who they find Jimmy Hoffa. Mystery solved. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's dead in Dan Aykroyd's attic. Fuck, man. Then... Oh, wait, do we miss out the weird scene? Which ones? <laughs> right. Um, you get the whole bit where Chevy Chase starts sneaking around and he sees Dan Aykroyd without his makeup on. That's... Because you get the whole thing. That's not the one I was thinking of, but yeah, that then happens. Demi Moore gets out of the house. Mm. Dan Aykroyd ends up behind the wall of the judge's bedroom. Mm. And sees him, like, taking his makeup off. Yeah, he's and he's got a wig. A fake leg. A fake leg. And the penis nose is removable, and he's got like a skeletal thing going on underneath, which then makes you think, oh wait, he's been cutting up bodies. That's, that's actually a penis. It's not just a nose, it looks like a penis. He's it's actually, actually a got penis a penis on, his face. on the yeah. end of his nose. Yes. No, the thing I was thinking of um, just before that is the weird scene where the title comes from, where mm. Demi Moore's character completely changes... And becomes like this hysterical damsel in distress mm. and starts kissing Chevy Chase out of nowhere. Yeah, totally out of fucking That's nowhere. like, of all the scenes in the film... That was the weirdest. That was the weirdest. It didn't make any sense. Like, all of a sudden, her character's just like, oh, oh, I always picked the wrong guy, and then starts kissing Chevy Chase. Who's clearly the biggest example of the wrong guy <laughs> she's come across so far. She starts kissing Chevy Chase. I just assumed they were doing something ironic yeah. and funny with that. Like, oh, and I then, always seem to go for the wrong guy. Hey, wrong guy, right over here for yeah. you. And then she's like, oh, what am I doing? And then, like, runs and leaps onto the bed and goes, you're nothing but trouble. Like, okay. <laughs> what the fuck just happened there? <laughs> Some guy in the studio would be like, that's it, nothing but trouble. Got it. Got the title. Call him up, tell him we're changing the name. Yeah. We found our Oscar scene. Because <laughs> her character, like these characters are not exactly deep, mm. but she seems like um, kind of headstrong, a little bit wily. Like mm. she's up, she's nothing but trouble, right. probably. But then all of a sudden it's like, 
Oh no, Chevy Chase. Oh, save me, save me. Save me. Oh, I, I fucked up. I'm such a stupid woman. Ooh. Fainting, swooning and misogynism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then the, uh, then the weird stuff. And then the weird <laughs> penis nose removal. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the penis nose. We know what's going on there. Penis nose, God. Okay, so after Danny Moore stops being hysterical, yes. you're nothing but trouble. <laughs> and she escapes out of the house, and Dan Aykroyd, see you later, Lee. <laughs> oh, you're shutting the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you just fucking off. Yeah, that's it. I've had, I've had enough of all this misogyny now. I'm off to the 90s to find me a real woman. <laughs> um. Where was I? Chevy Chase realises that Dan Aykroyd's nose is actually a penis. Mm. And <laughs> whilst he's snooping around his room, the judge has to leave his bedroom in the mm. middle of the night because there's a new case come in. And what a case it is. Who is it? It's fucking Tupac Shakur and what it's the name of the group. Digital Underground. That's it, Digital Underground. The yeah. actual hip-hop group, Digital Underground, with Tupac Shakur in his first ever movie performance yes are in this film they have been brought to court and they're all like yeah we're mu musicians and shit mm. and yeah there's Tupac and then there's a guy wearing a fake nose that doesn't look like a penis that doesn't look like a penis it just looks like a fake nose it's plastic and it's the wrong colour it's a slightly different shade Can to we say that? his skin colour <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the whole time watching, I was like, "Why has he got a fake nose? Mm. Is this like another thing? Why has that guy got a fake nose as well?" Did you ever find out? I did. So the guy is actually called Humpty Hump. Right. He's the alter ego of a guy called Shock G. Right. Apparently, no one knew they were the same person for ages. Okay. Um, the fake nose was just a thing he did. Okay. It's just it's, like, with, like gangsters wear gats on their teeth and stuff. Like it's just. It was just the, look. the glasses and the nose. It's just like, kind of like a Groucho Marx. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thing. Just a gimmick he did throughout okay. his career, and wore it for the film. But obviously, in when he showed up in the film, I didn't know know who he was. It's mm. like, oh, what's what's that about? Why has mm. he got a fake nose as well? Is, is he this gonna, going somewhere? Is he going to get a penis face? Yeah. Are they going to replace that with a penis? Oh yeah. Uh. No. It turns out. The guy just wore a fake nose <laughs> for whatever fucking reason. And then a musical number ensues. Mm. It's not a bad song, actually. <laughs> I was quite enjoying it. Yeah. It's got no place in this film whatsoever, mm. but it's not bad. And then the judge, he likes it, and he gets up, and he joins in with a little organ solo. <laughs> and he likes it so much, he just lets him go scot-free. Yeah. And then he drags Chevy Chase out. I'm not going to lie. When that whole scene first started, and I'm thinking, hang on a minute, old school judge, backwater kind of town, bunch of black guys in front of him, shit, how bad is this going to go? No, he loves it. And he loves it and he just lets them go. Yeah. Which is a, a beautiful moment of subversion. Yes. But before they go, he drags Chevy Chase out, doesn't he? Mm. And is like, I'll let you go if you marry my daughter, his granddaughter. Yeah. His granddaughter being John, John Candy in drag. Yeah. yeah. And they get married. <laughs> <laughs> right there and then. <sighs> that happens. And meanwhile, Demi Moore is running around the junkyard in the grounds of the mansion. 
and stumbles across his two other grandsons, who are these two giant mutant baby things. What's the name of the guy from fucking The Goonies? Sloth. Yeah, imagine Sloth, fat as fuck. In fact, Sloth meets Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah, basically. In nappies. And they're like really uh, just... I can't really describe it. Just the way it's like, oh, I don't know, I'm kind of a fucking idiot. Yeah, they're planning to be mentally challenged. Yeah. Ha ha, it's funny, they're so retarded. Ha ha Yeah. And they kind of capture her, but they're fr- they like her. They're mm. like, they play cards with her, but one of them's trying to bang her. Mm. It's <laughs> really weird. Yes. Dan Aykroyd played one of the twins. Yeah, I mean, we figured that out. Um, because nobody else wanted to. I was like, I'm not getting all that makeup. It's mm. like, well, guess I'll do it. Can I just I haven't got enough on my fucking plate, but I'll do it. The body suits for those two are absolutely horrendously bad. Yeah. They, they, look, they, they look like they're trapped inside a deflated bouncy castle. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's so, so fucking weird. Uh, and then what happens? I fucking Oh, it's just kind of like the finale at the end, really, isn't it? All the yeah, this show is, yeah. The, this then launches into like the the third act, um, where they basically plot and escape. Mm. That's kind of that's basically it. And they get away on a train with the mutant babies waving goodbye to Demi Moore. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, there's a sister as well that we forgot about. The other cop. Oh yeah. The one who's got massive guns. Yeah. I don't mean like muscles. I mean she's literally got like assault rifles, and she ends up like doing that kind of jumping up and down on her hat, like oh they got away kind of thing, as they get away on the train. Yeah. And it doesn't even end there. It carries on for like another ten, fifteen minutes. They're in a motel room or something when he sees the news. That's back in. That's after they go to the local next town along I think mm. and they're like yo police all this shit happened oh yeah of course they drag the cops back with them don't they? yeah and they show up with like a SWAT team and all this stuff mm. and Dan Aykroyd answers the door and he turns out the entire county is like yeah we know the judge we love this guy you guys are fucked oh no <laughs> And then they go it's back like I to... Said it's going to be really difficult for them to get away. Yeah, and then it does a silent hill. Because, mm. oh yeah, the whole thing's built on a mine. Mm. And there's a fire raging underneath it. And it chooses this exact moment to kind of erupt and yeah. destroy the entire place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then they go back to New York and it's on the news. And it turns out the judge isn't dead. Mm. And he's all like, I'm going to go. He's got Chevy Chase's driving license with his address on That's it. He's it like, yeah. I'm going to go pay my... My thug. good friend of it. Yeah. yeah. Fame a visit. And then Chevy Chase literally does a cartoon run through the wall <laughs> and leave a perfect outline of a human body. And that's the end. Oh, but there is the, the whole thing with John Candy living up in Brazil. Yes, because he still goes off with the Brazilianers. Yes, he does. Roll credits. Mm. <laughs> so, what did you think? But the weird part is, I actually really liked it. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it too. <laughs> it, was just, it was so bizarre. It was so to see a film that odd after so long. I was like, this is going to be one that I watch it now and it confuses the living piss out of me. And again, I did try to get a bunch of people to watch it last night. And they were like, yeah, no, no. You, you said penis nose, we're out. But... 
I can see myself like one afternoon just putting that on again quite happily and just giggling away to myself. Like, yeah, I'll definitely watch this again at some point yeah. <laughs> and try and get other people to watch it because it's just so weird. It's not funny in the way it's supposed to be. No. Like Chevy Chase isn't funny. Mm. He's got these odd one-liners he comes out with, but they're all really like dad jokes almost. It's almost like with the bit where like the John Candy in drag like grabs hold of the woman. And he's like, "Hey, pick on somebody your own size," and like because she's huge, she grabs him by the back of the neck. And he's like, "Oh, yep, that'll do it," and he's just suddenly very submissive. And it's like it's that as funny as we're going to get in the film. Yeah, it's funny. It reminded me of the line in Jason X um, with the main guy. Uh, Peter, what's his face? The black captain guy on it gets stabbed through the back and he's like, oh, it'll take more than that to kill me, you pudgy bastard. And then another blade just comes straight through his chest. He's like, yep, that ought to do it. <laughs> it, it reminded me of that. That's the kind of level of humour we're working at. Yeah, it's funny and amusing for all the wrong reasons. It's weird. It's fucking disgusting. Mm. But somehow, it's because of its weirdness and its ridiculousness that it's so entertaining I couldn't take my eyes off it the you whole time like, watching it I've never seen a film like this ever no. <laughs> it was the kind of like the oddballness of like brain dead again to go back to that where that film was just so weird and all over the place yeah it was supposed to be it was originally a lot gorier mm. but the Warner Brothers you know wanted it to be more family friendly <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but seriously, we have fun here. But the penis on the end of the nose, that's fine. Yes. I'm going to get these two giant retard babies to try and hump a woman. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, if this had gone in a slightly different tone, this film could have been pure nightmare fuel. Somewhere in there is a really good film. Yeah. If it had been... If the script was funnier. Mm. Didn't have Chevy Chase. Mm. And had the gore. It needed the gore, man. That was missing. Yeah. That was really missing. Because it is... The sets look great, and it is a creepy-looking film. <laughs> so I can understand why people were like, oh, this fucking terrified me as a child. I really liked Dan Aykroyd, in it? Dan Aykroyd is clearly having so, so much, much fun. fun. He's having the <laughs> time the of his life. In he this is movie. really enjoying it. I, I Nobody not. else is. But he's really, <laughs> really like... Chevy Chase doesn't want to be there. That's a fact. Yeah. I mean, that's written down. Demi Moore's just like, uh fuck. fuck. It. <laughs> John Candy is just John I don't Candy, if you're honest. He's just John he's just John, yeah, he's just John Candy. Mm, mm. Um I, I got twice my fucking John Candy Phil. I was happy. I love me a bit of John Candy. <laughs> Everyone loves a bit of John Candy. Uh Robert Ebert, you know the famous film critic, probably the most famous film critic ever. I have heard the name, yes. He refused to review this film. Really? He hated it that much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, when it came out, it made no fucking money. Critics hated it. Mm. It bombed. This is the only film Dan Aykroyd has ever directed. Mm. But... It did make me wonder if he's better off writing with other people. <laughs> you see what him and Harold Ramis managed to do for fucking Ghostbusters and then you get Fuck this, it, so. I still like it. I do as well, it's the weird thing. <laughs> what do you like about it? Um, I don't oh. know. <laughs> I think because it's, because it's so shit. Mm. And because I'd never heard of it until like a year ago. Yeah. And then when I... Before, when I heard of it, I looked up, like, the poster. I didn't watch any trailers for mm. it or anything like that. Just looked up a poster and a couple of the images and was like, what, what is this? <laughs> What's this little treasure I've just found? Mm. Fucking hell. Yeah. 
Crazy. Crazy film. This is going to be my new, if you need something to watch and you don't know what you want to watch, watch this movie. It's going to be how I recommend it. Like, if you don't know what mood you're in, watch this, because you'll know what mood you're in by the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Confused and mildly entertained. Ah, so, that was nothing but trouble. Mm. Like I said, if you haven't seen it, just go watch it. Mm. <laughs> just watch it. It's made me want to go out and find some more outlandish movies to watch. Yeah, I was going to say, if anybody listening has any films that, you know, people have been forgotten mm. that possibly flew under our radar and are as are just weird little shit gems. Oh, you know what we need to watch. Tell us what Iron Sky. I've seen Iron Sky. I've seen the second one yet. I've not seen Iron. Is that one with a T Rex in it? Yeah, the, the 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 moon Nazis now live underground and ride dinosaurs. It's, oh, it just nice. looks like the best thing ever. <laughs> I'm going to be watching a movie later on called Overlord. Which I've been oh, meaning that's to watch quite for good. a while. Um, yeah, apparently like horror, schlocky... World War Two thing. Yeah. Yeah, with Wyatt Russell in it. Yes. Son of Kurt. Yes, yes, yes. And produced by J.J. Abrams. Mm. They've really got to stop doing that with trailers and films. Well, produced by J.J. Yeah. Abrams. No, no, just like, from the producers of. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking difference to the artistic merit of the film. It doesn't at all, no. <laughs> They're just producers. <laughs> like, usually they're the ones fucking films up. Yeah. How you want money? How are you going to get it? By telling you everything yeah, wrong. Basically. But yeah, if there are any other little lost gems out there that you think we should watch and get a kick out of, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it, I think, for this day. Mm. We'll do it again soon. Yeah, we've got another movie to talk about soon, haven't we? So. We've got a few movies to talk about. Mm. We're going to do them all in a, a thing. Yeah. A little... I'm going to call it the Womp Womp episode. <laughs> There's a teaser for you. Alright. Stay indoors and... Play video games and watch horror. Yeah.